Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Troll in the Paint podcast. I'm John, and I'm joined by Trent and Will, per usual. It's week two in the NBA, and we already got another big rumored trade from the Rockets. We got a coach fired, um, and I attended my first game of the year. So, where are we starting, fellas? As Rob Schneider said in Waterboy, Oh no, we suck again! <laughs> the Rockets are terrible! <laughs> are, we, are we just going to get yeah. right into that, then? <laughs> Why not? That's the biggest story of the, of the, of the week so All right, far. do we want to have the mild-mannered, serious-level analysis of why the Rockets are bad, or do you want to hear Trent and I complain, and I can read you some of the texts that Trent sends me during Rockets games? All right, they aren't that bad, for the record. Um, I think it is important to start that this team is below 20 that's the 20th spot in basically every category including offense and defense they are, are are they one in four or one in five one in four okay there'll be one in five tomorrow because <laughs> they're not going to beat portland without harden at least i don't see how Oh, that game's could. on tuesday it's on tuesday or tuesday sorry whenever the people listen to this it could be tomorrow it could be yesterday that's true whatever you shouldn't say relative day <laughs> terms on a podcast <laughs> They are awful, but I don't think it's time to overreact quite yet. Trent, we're not here for that. No one wants to hear you saying we don't need to overreact. <laughs> All right, read some text messages. John Let's has a big this. picture in front of him right now. It says, overreact now, Will. Scream now. <laughs> um, I mean, He's holding up a sign. I mean, given that Chris Paul was suspended for a while and now Harden is hurt, like, what else should we have expected? Okay, so that's not, that. that's not the problem, yeah. okay? And can I, can I start, Trent? Can I start with what, what the actual problem is? Okay. Are you going to just say yeah. Melo? No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to start. I'll, I'll get to Melo. I'll get to Melo. <laughs> Melo is a problem. I don't think he's yeah. the problem. And though. Capella and Michael Carter-Williams. <laughs> Capella's no, a problem. No, hold on. Just let me get to the goddamn problem, okay? <laughs> so the actual problem is, is that before Chris Paul got suspended, and for these other guys in general, Clint Capella, Eric Gordon and Chris Paul are playing <laughs> like Trevor Ariza did in Game 7 of the Western Conference Finals. This is the <laughs> worst soon. stretch of Eric Gordon's career, man. <laughs> Clint Capella literally is a cautionary tale right now to not pay a guy. <laughs> Don't pay your players. Let them sign a shitty offer sheet somewhere else. Like, we gave him the money that he wanted and the years that he wanted, and he has actually looked like a fucking bum. Something tells me you're exaggerating. <laughs> no, seriously, he's been awful. He's been super slow on rotations to the point that Red94 questioned whether he had gained weight in the offseason. Nice. And yeah, Red94 and he, is he's not, not rebounding. The, uh, yeah. I don't know. And, and, and Red94 I think people would like to say that... Will or me. Oh, good. I'd like you know what I'm saying, to... Will? Yeah, Red94, it's a, it's a good Rockets blog. It's just one guy, but it's a good blog. The, the That's I mean, he's why... not panicking. Yeah. So. The reason why I... Is because I just looked up Eric Gordon's stats and you guys weren't joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, man, Eric Gordon is having the worst time of his career. He's shooting twenty three percent for three. <laughs> yeah, man, he's shooting worse than a bad Josh Smith night from three right now. So why are they letting uh, him be the hold up in the Butler trade? Why not throw his ass in the? Uh, like okay, so I think that that's the problem. Is that he feels like he's going to get traded and it's really affecting his confidence, like and his play, and. 
I think that at this point they just need to trade him because there's no saving it. And no one wants the fucking Brandon Knight, Marquise Chris, Poo Poo Platter, even with four first-round picks. Like, Thibodeau doesn't give a shit about the four picks because he's going to get fired if they trade for Brandon Knight and Marquise Chris and that team wins 35 games this season. He's going to get fired. Yeah, that's a really, <laughs> really terrible package. That's just the type of package that you put into 2K just to fuck with it. Just like, what's the minimum <laughs> I can get away with? Yeah, <laughs> They're going to have to okay. trade Eric Gordon and, like, two or three of those first-round picks. Yeah, you wouldn't do Gordon in four first-round yeah, picks. you would do Gordon in two or three at the absolute worst. And I think Minnesota will take that deal eventually. And I think Tillman Fertitta is like fucking stupid Texas accent rage screaming that at Daryl Morey as we speak right now. And Morey's like, no, but Chris and Brandon Knight, I can get him in the deal. No, man. No, you can't. No one wants those dudes. Like, Brandon Knight hasn't think... played basketball in years. I know that I was on the <laughs> podcast earlier this year saying that Brandon Knight would be fine. Don't re-record that or re-listen to that. <laughs> Brandon yeah. Knight might be fine. We have no idea. Yeah, we have no I idea. Mean, that's too, it's too soon to say. He actually might be good again or still Marquise good. Marquise Chris is terrible, though. John, you were right about that. He's a very bad player. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've seen him in action well, now. He's an awful basketball player. He hasn't played yet. He played in the preseason. That's one huge problem they have. They have no backup center. They're playing this rookie Isaiah Hartenstein, and the guy looks like he belongs in China on uh, Jimmer Fredette's team. Or he, uh, he, he's terrible. Team. <laughs> yeah. Or to be done on his money in his backup. Yeah, they, I like Harden's time, but he's a few years away. A few years I think away. He's a few years from being a few years away. <laughs> yeah, he's and you're just going to continue that cycle for his entire career. And you already had Caboclo, and you got rid of him. Yeah, so man, we cut Caboclo. A, so that's uh, the Rockets have the, the the problem is that they they're trying to run the same defense with Melo on the court. Uh, Trent sent me that. They're, oh man, they're ten points worse with Melo on the court than off. With Melo off the court, they're the same defensive rating as last season. So the sky is not falling. <laughs> Trevor Ariza isn't God. Just Carmelo Anthony's really bad at basketball, and everyone is bum hunting him like he's fucking Kevin Love with with the torn shoulder muscle in the game. <clears throat> yeah. And so on top again, of that, too, Gordon's okay. playing really bad. Chris Paul's playing really bad. Clint Capella's playing really bad, and then Harden got injured, and Paul got suspended. Wait, so oh, by Gordon... the way, Harden wasn't playing well either. Harden he was, was playing turning the ball over. Fine, he's turning the rate. ball over a ton. But he, he, it's yeah. not like he was terrible or anything. I, I don't think it's James Harden's fault. What's happening? No, I'm not blaming <laughs> James Harden. I mean, I think he came in camp out of shape. That's clear. He hurt his hamstring within like five games. To me, that's like all right. Yeah. Somebody yeah. wasn't. Not everybody can shape. be Luca and come in out of shape and be dominating still. <laughs> that's because Luca doesn't move fast enough for it to matter, bro. <laughs> he doesn't need to. I get that he doesn't need to, he, but he doesn't. He's like six eleven. He's not 6'11", but okay. Is he 6'9"? Six, 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 he's 6'8", like, he's yeah, he's I think. Six, yeah. Eight, yeah. Uh, we're going to look it up right now because Trent was rude about it. So you guys talk. <laughs> talk, amongst, talk amongst yourselves. Um, so to go, – go ahead, Wood. Go no, ahead, no, 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 you had a thought. Continue. So to go back to Will's point about Melo um, being a huge issue, especially with this switching defense, uh, watching the Jazz game, I mean, Donovan Mitchell would literally just – pick and roll until either Melo or Harden was on him every play, which is hilarious because this is exactly what Chris Paul and Harden did to teams last year. So it's not surprising. I would say that the reason they're that a Melo plays a lot of minutes. I mean, he's playing like 28 to 30 minutes a game. So those stats are alarming just because of the volume. And of course it's a small sample size. And then one thing that red 94 brought up, uh, he said, and his names were hot. I think he said that Melo, we all know Melo's going to be bad on the perimeter guarding guys. That's why he plays power forward now. Mm-hmm. But 
he's bad at other stuff too. Like he's slow on rotations. He's like lazy on the block. He's not blocking out. Capella's not blocking out. So it's like a lot of other stuff. And after the Clippers debacle, when they lost one thirty three to one thirteen to a team that whose I mean, best were, player is Montrezl Harrell for a long point in that game. And Montrezl Harrell is not their best player. Come on now, you're just being dramatic now. <laughs> you're saying that because he used to play for the Rockets. <laughs> he's clearly played not for the best Rockets. Player. Played for the Rockets. He was Clint Capella's backup. And now he's like dominating he's like six eight. <laughs> yeah, what's going on, right? So after that, then Tony, I think he was a little bit impulse. He said this impulsively. He was like, "Well, we're gonna, you know, switch a lot of things up in the next two days." And then today, he kind of backtracked. They had practice day, and he was like, "Well, no, we're not gonna actually stop the switching. We're just gonna uh, do do it basically do it better." But I still think that they need to figure out a sub like a substitute scheme when Melo's on the floor because that guy can't switch on the guards. He is getting butchered so by every guard can i throw out a theory here what's your theory my they theory cut is Mello? no well i mean i think they should cut mellow but uh, <laughs> oh, i don't think shit. that they're gonna pull the plug yet on mellow i think that my theory is that all of this defensive stuff looks way worse because we can't score any points because eric gordon for is sure 23 from three and chris paul is playing bad and then he's it, like we're not scoring any points so it, it looks way worse that Melo can't defend anyone the plan was never that we were going to be as good defensively with Melo on the court i'm pretty sure they were aware I, of that the plan was that we were going to score at will and now we can't so yes uh, I, don't, I don't know i don't know what we should do other than trade for jimmy butler which is what we should do call <laughs> tom thibodeau <laughs> trade for jimmy so, butler right now please another another thing that's plaguing this team is that they're all missing layups like a lot of layups. I think the Houston Chronicle wrote, wrote a story today about how they're like 28th in the league or something around the rim. Jesus Christ. Like, which is incredible because they only take threes and layups. So if you're like 28th in the league at one of those things, I think they're really bad at threes too. I, I don't remember what the number is. Oh, it's got to be bottom five at threes right now. Yeah, they're horrible at that too because Gordon and Michael Carr Williams are shooting them. And we all, we've talked about Gordon and Michael Carr Williams historically and this season has been horrible. Michael Carter Williams um, shooting threes, and I mean this with no hyperbole. It legitimately looks like when I take a three. <laughs> it's not better in any way. He is so bad at shooting. Like, I don't know why they. Why do they sign him? Because he's tall. Um, to play, yeah, to play wing. But the thing with that is, if you play him with Paul or Harden, then his best skill dribbling the ball is not net, like he's not going to have the ball so it makes no sense he's just standing there and teams are helping way off of him because they want him to shoot or better yet they want him to catch the ball with 10 feet in front of him to not shoot and to do some stupid hesitation dribble to some bad floater or to like dump it off last second which he's done several times which either resulted in bad shots or shot clock violations i mean this team just looks a little discombobulated i do think it's too early to panic panic I would trade for Jimmy Butler if that's on the table. I don't know how close they are to a deal. Probably not that close. I don't know. I would start shopping Clint Capella's sorry ass. You can't shop Clint Capella until December. <laughs> so. That's not going to happen. They're not going to trade Clint Capella. I, I mean, he could not have started the season worse than he has, though. Can we admit Yeah, but that? I don't. I don't <laughs> so I know it's only been five. Games. No, no, I admit it. I, I'm texting you. Trent has rebounding been texting is... me nonstop that Clint Capella is terrible and that he's padding his stats late in these games. Actually he has been. Hard for rebounds so, against 
Clint Capella has incentives in his contract, and I swear to you, <laughs> on my life. In that Clippers game, when we were down by 30 points, Clint Capella was, like, fighting for rebounds. Yeah, I swear to you, on my life, that this man, in several games that I've watched the in entirety, he'll not play well in the first half, and it's, like, almost as if his agent texts him at halftime, hey, you need to match these numbers to get these incentives. <laughs> you need to be he'll at come this out. rebounding rate to make he'll this come out in the third quarter check. and just start like going crazy. And I'm like, where was this? <laughs> so I don't know if it's an energy problem with him. I don't know if it's just because Harden and Paul have been out for extended periods of time and his success is largely tied to their success. And this is another thing I've noticed. Um, they're not running a lot of pick and rolls with him. I don't know if they're doing that to save Paul and Harden for the long run. I mean, I have... I haven't looked into it enough to say this is what they're doing, but it just seems like either A, they're not doing it a lot, or it just doesn't seem as effective. And again, they haven't been on the floor together, so that's part of it. I think what Matt Moore said on Twitter was probably the best way to look at it is that this team was sold on this idea or that with Harden, Paul, and Capella, they're one of the best teams in the league. And to be fair, they've only played like three and a half quarters with all those guys. Ex, ex, or I guess uh, not counting the New Orleans game, which was awful. But essentially, they've yeah they've only played like what six and a half quarters, I guess then, or seven and a half quarters with all three of those guys on the floor and one again, and they're one on one. So it maybe it's probably too early to be like, oh my god. Also, James Ennis is brought in to be essentially Mbamute's replacement. He got hurt like right away. There's yeah, a lot he of looks stuff like he's on. like 55 years old. Like no one told me that he was 55 years old. He's 28, but all right. <laughs> How what makes y'all convinced that this is like an actual like functional problem with the Rockets and not just like early season lack of motivation or recklessness? Um I don't think I it's don't, apathy yeah. at this point. I just think that What has you convinced that it's not? Um well, I don't think it's fair to say that because they just haven't been 100%. If they were 100% the whole time and they were 1 and 4, then I'd probably lean that way. So I think a lot of it is just hard to miss a game, and Chris Paul missed several games, which, I mean, like, yeah, they're not they're not as deep as last season. I think everybody knew that. So without one of the big guys, like, it's going to – they're going to struggle. I would be Especially surprised. Especially if Eric Gordon plays the way he's been playing because he's supposed to be the stopgap, and he has been, I mean, far below replacement level. Yeah, yeah I, I, don't, I don't think he's washed or anything. I just think no, that, I just, he's in a slump. I, I think that he's in a slump and that he knows he knows he's going to get traded. Like, well, he might not the, get traded. No, though. but he's the There's only no guarantee that the Rockets have. Yeah, I, I, I know, think at but, this point they have to trade him. I don't but think that, they have that, to trade him. That's assuming that the Rockets are the only ones in this. I could very easily see the Nets or Sixers or Heat getting back into this. Sure, sure. If so you're forward. if you're Daryl Morey and you want to, I mean, in Essentially, they want to trade these first-round picks for something they can use now. Like, uh, why send all four to Jimmy, for Jimmy Butler if we all know Tim Thibodeau isn't going to do that unless he gets Tucker and Gordon back? Why not ship two to some other team for some wing defender and then ship the other two to another team for a wing defender? Like, that's what I would be trying to do because Butler is, is great, but he's 29. He's a head case. I mean, if you – if you just want somebody that can sort of fill the roles that Ariza and Mbamute sort of left behind, like, wouldn't you just do that? Isn't that safer? Like, um, I mean, in theory, yeah, but, like, who are these people that are available that the Rockets can take? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, there I, are bad teams with good players like that, though. Like, 
can you do you have an idea like an example off the top of your head of a guy that we should target uh, I mean, like, I, I, you're gonna get mad, Will, but I mean, Kent Bazemore, I mean, Nicholas Batum, uh, Bazemore's James Johnson been good from Miami so Heat. Though I don't think we can get him for a first round pick. <laughs> it's too. No, you just now. send two first round picks and whatever the equivalent salary is. Atlanta is trying to stack assets. Oof. It's it's not like an undone. John is deal. making a face right now, but <laughs> that is how I feel exactly. Two first round picks for Bazemore. <laughs> hey, they're desperate, man. They gotta do. I don't think that we should be it. that desperate yet. We're one and four with three. No, no, I don't think so either. I don't think that we're at the point where we should give two first round picks for fucking Kim Bazemore. Jesus Christ, hey, man. you make me have a stroke. I went to we're all not, you can eat brunch today, man. <laughs> we're not we're not far away from Daryl calling. Uh, Lawrence Frank and saying, hey, how about one of these first-round picks for Luke and Bob Mujay? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you, but that's Doc Rivers' move. We can't do Doc Rivers' move. <laughs> Didn't he do that I, with Jared Dudley? Yeah, he no, traded Jared Dudley? Yeah, he sent a first-round pick over, and then he immediately traded Dudley back out? No, what yeah, was uh, like that? Or no, that was Jeff Green. Okay. Jeff Green. Yeah, Jared Dudley... Yeah, he knew that Jared Dudley was hurt, and he played him while he was hurt, and then traded him, <laughs> and then attached him to a first-round pick to trade him, and his excuse was that Jared Dudley wasn't playing as good. It was like, because he's fucking hurt. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, okay, so I've got two two predictions. I don't think they're that bold. Um, number one is that I think oh. that the Rockets beat the Blazers on Tuesday. I Without Harden? Without Harden. I don't think that the Blazers are good, so... I don't think it's that big they haven't switch. been bad. They haven't been bad, sure, but the Rockets are due for some of these shots to start falling. Like we've been saying that since Game Seven. So you keep saying that. <laughs> you're saying that. But no, I mean, I mean like, I, like I've, the whole no. the whole premise of the kind of stats based uh, approach that Daryl Morey has is that eventually the variance turns and the shots fall. Like we're not Eric Gordon's not a 23 percent three point shooter. Like he has to get back no, to normal. Not. These shots are going to fall at some point. Chris Paul's going to play. They, the, the Rockets in general are due for a good offensive game. They're not suddenly one of the like worst teams in the league. Like that's ridiculous. It's Trevor Ariza. <laughs> no, no, I don't. I'm not one of those people that's like Ariza is the reason why this. I mean, I do think that if Ariza was here and Mbamute was here, then yeah, they probably wouldn't be one and four because of just chemistry reasons. Yeah. I mean, if we bring back the exact same team, they probably they just wouldn't be. They continuity would sort of make you think that they wouldn't be one and four but i'm not i don't think that they're like they would solve all the problems that the rockets are having they're not gonna make clint capella better they're not gonna uh cover for Melo. like one thing i've realized or i realized uh early in this season is that you cannot have Melo and hard on the court at the same time that is like disaster against anybody can't do it. <laughs> I, I i mean i i tend to disagree with that <laughs> they mm. I don't know, man. <laughs> what if the what if a third guy on the court is Jimmy Butler, though? <laughs> I mean, okay, then then we're talking, you know, as Will know, would say, then we're silly. cooking with grease. But it's silly to uh, conjecture that Jimmy Butler is just going to be in a Rockets uniform next week. I don't think that. I honestly don't think it's going to happen at this point. The fact that they're saying no, they're like scoffing at four first round draft picks. Is first of all, it's hilarious. It's hilarious that they're. Well, we don't that. know anything about what Glenn Taylor <clears throat> thinks. Oh well, yeah, I don't. I, if I were Minnesota, I don't know if I would do that deal. What? What? Why not though? What deal is out? What better deal is out there right now that we know of? You want? You'd rather have Josh Richardson than four first round picks? Those well, no, it's not th- even that. They don't even want to put Josh Richardson in the deal. That's not even on the table. It's like what? What value? We don't. We don't know what value those picks have. Like those are all. For all we know, like those first two picks are for sure gonna be like at the very end of the draft. And then the last two picks, like, they could be, like, 
again at the end of the draft or like between like 20 or 30 like the rock the rockets i mean like they have long stretches where they aren't contenders in the past but they've never had long stretches of being in the lottery so what yeah. value do those picks really have like your pick you're like are you like e- even even to ownership like for sure tom Thibodeau says no but even for ownership like those picks are like the picks that could be really good are in 2023 and 2025 like you're trying to validate trading jimmy butler for players who like just got to high school who you don't even know who that you have no sense of who these people are going to be you don't know if those picks are going to be good it could be a weak draft <laughs> so like, my my contention to, against that would be while it, there's a low percentage chance of having success with late first round picks that the roster and for the timberwolves as it's constructed now is going to win zero games not go to the playoffs without jimmy butler like carl anthony towns is a great player can we all agree on that Yes. Yeah. Well, he or could he be. will be. He's not player. yet. He's he's currently like yeah. a, a near all star level player. Okay. Sure. Andrew Wiggins is not good. <laughs> and then from nope. there, who's left on their team? Jeff Teague. Jeff Teague is like almost thirty years old already. What? Why should they not stack as many assets as possible? Are they the greatest assets? No. But if someone was offering them like the number five pick or the number eight pick or something, they would have already taken that deal, right? This is. Right. I just don't exactly. see how they have a better option. That's They're gonna a, lose Butler what... for nothing. That's what I agree. That that I agree with what we'll say. They get four swings of the axe later on. Carl Anthony Towns is twenty three years old. I like even it, even if the first good pick be. is four years from now, it doesn't matter. And it may not even be four first round picks in the sense that they, they actually use them. They could flip them for other deals or include them in other trades or use them to get off of some bad contracts Wiggins, like the cough, cough, uh, like the Jing trade or the Jing contract. They want to trade that, so that's another way they could do it. So you, it's almost like they would be taking the Danny Ainge approach in the sense that the, we're just getting assets. We're just asset. We're an asset accumulation. So we're in the market later when a superstar wants to be traded, or we can sort of just you know, they it's like a snowball effect. They sort of have these assets and then they get more or whatever. And and again, like Jimmy Butler is a free agent and does not want to play there. Like is not resigning. I wouldn't do it for Marquise Chris, but I would do it for Eric Gordon. And two of those picks. I don't think. I don't think it would be four. Yeah, it wouldn't be four picks though with Eric Gordon. It's just really hard for it's just really hard for me to believe that there isn't another like good deal out there. Like I'm getting a lot of like I mean since it just happened with the Spurs and Kawhi, like I that's like that's the like I guess the mode that I'm coming from. Like the moment like Kawhi made it blatantly obvious that he wanted out, everybody thought they were going to get a shitty deal out of it. And, like, granted, there isn't, like, anyone else on the market at DeMar DeRozan's level that the Wolves can probably get back in return. They shouldn't, like, it's it's hard for me to believe that the best they can do are two guys that are probably going to be out of the league by the time their contract is over and then four picks that we have no way to assess their value. Sure. Um, I just... But first-round picks are valuable. <laughs> like, but like well, I mean, have been that's, historically. That's not, that's not a... That, it's not just, like, a, there's, a, there's a difference between, like, getting a first round pick from like from like Sacramento or even someone middling like Detroit or <laughs> yeah. like even someone like towards the upper tier like even Denver or something like that and then there's getting a first round pick from the people trying to win a championship. Sure. I, I mean sure. I I agree with that. I just Yeah, but they are not I'm, at, I'm right, not talking right about now? the Chris and Knight thing. I don't think that that's a good deal and I wouldn't do it. But I think that's why I think Eric Gordon will be in that deal and will be wearing a Minnesota Timberwolves uniform. I just don't think that there's They don't better, have a choice. There's a better player, you know, coming around. All I'm saying is this. 
Minnesota, if they just if they keep holding on to him, the deals are only going to get worse because you're only going to have Jimmy Butler for a less amount of time, and the, and the you have Wolves less amount of time to convince him to stay. And like I don't, I I don't necessarily think that's true either because like the Wolves, like yeah, in a sense they're screwed by the by the start of next year. Jimmy Butler's for sure not going to be on the team, but in these trade negotiations, they're the one with the biggest asset. And, like, these teams, they have to know, like, granted, the 2019 free agency market is going to be pretty good. There are a lot of teams pinning their hopes on getting one of those players. And there are players, and there are teams that are, that are going to strike out. And there are teams that should play it safe and just try to trade for somebody now. That's why I think that Miami can get back into it, that Philly can get Miami, back into yeah. it. Because these are, these are teams that, like, if they should not... They are not good enough to think that they are going to be a front runner for any other available star. So they need to get what they can. If you're the if you're the Thunder, do you do you say Russell Westbrook for Jimmy Butler? Stop, stop it. It's not working. It's not working. I yeah, I know. It's the same problems as every year. People were talking about them Westbrook. trading Westbrook last year, right? There was a ton of rumors no. about that. Who was talking about it? John, confirm or deny? <laughs> I don't remember that at all. Oh, okay. <laughs> Westbrook is is the he's the golden shot of the NBA. Have you seen ESPN stats and information? They're up to the same shit again. They're <laughs> tweeting his stat lines during like twenty point losses to Sacramento. That guy is not getting traded. He's the darling of the NBA. Like the, the one, the one, the team that I'm thinking of is Philly because like who who, who are the who free, are they giving up though? Who, Redick and yeah, Fultz. but who are they? Yeah, they, what assets do they have? Markel, JJ Redick. They're Eddie. not trading Markel though. If I'm Philly, I think about doing it. I mean, if. Oh, okay, is that enough? Is that, that enough for many? Marco Fultz and JJ. I, I, if I was, yeah, if you're Minnesota, I'd other, do that deal in a heartbeat. And like other draft picks that they have, like they have more than their own draft picks. How much they are they paying Reddick this season? Like twelve, I think. And how much are they? If Fultz is on three and a half, they won't be able to trade Reddick till December. Why? Hey, right, he resigned. Oh yeah, he already resigned a one year deal. That, yeah. That's out. They don't have the salary for it. Is the only reason I don't think Philly's in it. No, they do have a salary. I mean, that can work, just not now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I mean would, you guys <laughs> would you do trade... that in December for, for half a year of Jimmy Butler? Yeah, especially... I think about it, because, like, mm. it's like if the reason why or the reason why I say Philly is because Markel, as much as I love Markel, he's not on the same timeline as the other players. Like, they have a young team. Like, the rest of their team is young, but they're also talented enough to make noise in the playoffs. Markel yeah. needs more time to develop. They're just not... They're just not on the same timeline. They need another player who can contend, and they have, and they have cap. They, they already have cap room. They're going to have max cap space next summer, and so like, and the other free, the free agents that are going to be out there: Jimmy Butler, what Kevin Durant, who else? Kawhi Leonard, Kawhi, Kyrie, Clay Thompson, Clay. Like these, like these. What does does Philly really think that high of themselves that they're going to gamble? on that like do they are they in a position like they may just end up doing it they may just not have the package to compete with the whatever other team ends up with jimmy butler but if you're philly do you think to yourself no we're good enough we don't have to try to get jimmy butler we'll just get one of these other guys next summer i mean i, I sincerely hope not i sincerely hope that they're watching raptors tape <laughs> yeah like exactly. i would free agents i think that that would be like a no it probably wouldn't be a better destination for free agents but go to toronto yeah or... I, they're not going to have the cap room to get anyone big next time. I mean, they'll have the med level exception, but even aside from without that, Kawhi, without Kawhi, no, they're still fucked. Oh shit! Yeah, um, I yeah. Well, if this season continues like it has been, they might just keep Kawhi. 
Well, I mean, I'm sure they would love to keep Kawhi. <laughs> well, I know they would. I mean, like, if they go 65 and 17 or something, I don't. It's gonna be hard for Kawhi Leonard to make a case to the public that he, I, I should leave and go somewhere. What else. about them? Uh, what, uh, Kyle Lowry for uh, Jimmy Butler? Who says no? You can't trade Kyle Lowry right now, man. I don't think if I'm Toronto, I I don't think that I mess with that chemistry. Yeah, they're, they're I already you. good. I, I, I would, I would look at no, it. <laughs> yeah, I would. I don't know if I would do Lowry though. It would have to be like, you'd have to like bite the bullet and trade like. What if it's Anna Lowry Obi and or something? <laughs> you don't want Why? Jeff T. Yeah, oh, I don't think you, you want Jeff T. Her, I guess. I don't know. Jeff T. No, they got Van Von Van Fleet. Von Vliet. <laughs> Yeah. And DeLon Wright, they're both good. They have three guards yeah, that are like enough, pretty enough, good. Yeah. I'm just I'm yeah. thinking of possibility like crazier possibilities that Minnesota could be holding out. I I you know what I think is going to happen. I know I say that all the time and then I change it my opinion the next week. But I think that Minnesota is going to keep Jimmy Butler for the entire fucking season and lose him for nothing. I mean, that, and it, also it miss like the playoffs that. is the second part of that. And also, miss it kind of feels like that might actually happen. <laughs> That's very possible because like, they just got fucking ran last night. Who was it by? They scored 81 uh, points, Utah? whatever it was. They was scored it? 81. I don't, I don't know who it was. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, that's very possible because Tom Thibodeau knows that he's not going to live out the remainder of his deal there. So I mean, if that happens, he gets fired for sure, right? Yeah, I mean, I think regardless. I don't understand why Glenn Taylor is letting him do this. Glenn Taylor is apparently, like, very old and crazy, so. I know, but if Glenn Taylor is aware... I mean, how can Glenn Taylor not read the headlines that are like Tom Thibodeau won't trade him because he doesn't want to like because he knows he's gonna get fired? If you're Glenn Taylor, you're like, listen, I gave you this job to be general manager and head of basketball operations. Like, what are you doing? Like, you're not doing your job. I mean, I think it's. I mean, I, to be fair, I don't. I don't think it's just Tom Thibodeau just like just like sending a message to the front office, just like, hey, I know you're gonna fire me, so I'm gonna like destroy the franchise. He's not doing. No, the... no, I'm not saying that. I just think he's trying to protect his job. Yeah, protect his job, and like also wait for a good deal, like because like I mean these deals kind of suck. Yeah, the, uh, I think that like our the our would... the justification for the Wolves accepting this trade is they have to. Like that's that's <laughs> that's not good enough. They lost by thirty yeah. to the Bucks, and they play the Lakers tomorrow, and then on Halloween they play the Jazz, so they're gonna lose four games in a row, probably. Nice. And be two and. Six at the end of that. I don't know. I just feel like that that might be enough to get it over the hump. And like I said, you know, we're critiquing this Chris and Knight trade, but they're not even available until the thirty first or something. So maybe after that night, it gets a little squirrely. John, All John right. just doesn't want to happen because he's a Spurs fan. It's okay, John. <laughs> no, I don't John. give a shit about that. <laughs> I'm just saying Minnesota's fucking stupid if they take that deal. That's a terrible deal for them. I'm really the team. I'm most surprised. I'll, I'll say it again. The team I'm most surprised that isn't involved is uh, the Clippers. They have more than enough assets to I think have that a good Clippers team. Think they're good and yeah. make that. De- and so I don't think that they want to do it. <laughs> I know, I mean, but it's, it's like what John said. How many teams are going to be able to sign a big name free agent? They think that they can sign Kawhi Leonard. They absolutely think that. Why not go after Jimmy Butler and get both? You know, yeah, that would be the move. But we'll see. I mean, um, that's what I'm thinking. I mean, that's that's just the way that I'm thinking of with these other teams that don't have these big superstars. Is that like it's it's very rare that stars just 
come with nobody. Like, LeBron did that, I think, hoping that they were going to sign somebody else, and then they didn't, and he was fine with it. But <clears throat> Paul George. Like, <sighs> how, how many other times do stars just on their own go to a team that kind of sucks? It's like, it, it, it doesn't happen that often. So if I'm one of those teams, I'm thinking I need to trade for someone like Jimmy Butler now to show him that it's good enough to re-sign and then use him to recruit another free agent next summer. Yeah, I think the yeah. only problem with that is that Jimmy Butler is an insane person, and he showed up all of his teammates. <laughs> and the NBA is like fucking Gossip Girl. So I just, I don't think, I, this is pure conjecture, obviously. Carl Anthony Towns is from a different generation of players than Jimmy Butler, right? Can we agree on that? Yeah. Sure. I just, he showed up one of the best young players in the league. And he made everyone think that that guy was a bitch, and so I just don't see a bunch of young guys clamoring to join up with Jimmy Butler so he can embarrass them nationally, repeatedly. Well, I think a guy I like mean, Kawhi might, though, right? I don't, I don't, I don't know what Kawhi will do, man. I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that Jimmy Butler showing up the team was like... He did that as a stunt to get out of there. Sure, it didn't I work, though. I, I, I don't think that that's going to happen again with whatever team he decides to sign with. I mean, I sincerely hope not. It's pretty much happened twice. Like, he's kind of he's kind of an asshole. At least in this, in this, uh, in that sense. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm he sure He is that, willing to do what I mean, it takes. I'm sure he'll rub people the wrong way, but, like... Well, they didn't hold it against Harden when he got Mikhail fired, so... But that was a coach. Mikhail, Mikhail should have gotten fired. He was a bad coach. <laughs> He was a. Uh, Dwight gets almost was, all the blame for that now, like retroactively. Oh well, you know, because Dwight's been on like four different teams since then, and that helps the yeah. narrative, I think. John, you want to tell us about the uh, Spurs Lakers game now, or should we talk about the yeah. real worst team in the league? Yeah, who knew that at this point <laughs> in the season, I'd be way happier about my team than you all would be about yours. <laughs> Are you talking about the Spurs or your fantasy team? Because either way, fuck you. <laughs> my real team and my fantasy team are both terrible. I stopped checking the scores because yeah. I know I'm losing. You forgot to set it one day, you asshole. <laughs> it's fine. It's over already. Um, but no, nice. this, no the, the Spurs, um, I mean, I know still that by the, by the end of the season, they're not going to do a whole lot, but... I they're they're just fun to watch. It's kind of it's kind of relieving in a way to know that like this isn't building like this isn't like um we're not thinking in the back of our heads like is this team a title contender? It's like in a weird way it's therapeutic that now like we don't have to worry about that and we can just enjoy them watching. And that you know what you're experiencing? What? Did I say, do you know what you're experiencing? What? It's like uh, I think Will can attest to this. Uh, the first uh, Mike D'Antoni year with Harden, and we were just like, "This is so much fun! They're scoring a lot of points, right, Will?" Oh yeah, yeah. it's just like, like it's, sometimes it's cool for your team to just be like, "Okay." But and they had like Lou Williams and Eric Gordon both coming off the bench, and they were just like taking wild ass threes. That that was a fun. That was fun, and that, yeah, we knew that they weren't going to win the title, but it was fun. Yeah, I feel like that's what you're experiencing. Yeah, and um, I mean. Le- yeah, last night at the at the Spurs and Lakers game, I mean that was that was maybe the best Spurs game that I've ever been to. That that was a really really fun game. Um, I mean there was a lot. I mean because it was the Lakers and because it was the LeBron because it was LeBron, the crowd was kind of divided. But um, mm-hmm. it was it was still it was still really it was a really good game that was really up and down. Um, it went from what I thought was going to be like maybe the worst game I've been to to the best one because they were down by like. 15 in the second quarter but then they came back and won by six i believe and mm-hmm. um and uh i mean they're just it's 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 nice to see that um one demar Derozan 
being really, really good, maybe having the best year of his career, like putting up near triple doubles. Like it's, I think he's doing a whole lot better than people expected. And I think one thing too, is that, um, when the trade happened, people were so deflated about the Spurs because they lost Kawhi that I think that like kind of like ruined the perspective, ruined the value of DeMar DeRozan in people's eyes. And now it's like kind of like a pleasant surprise that DeMar DeRozan is doing this well. And so, and like obviously Kawhi is better than DeMar, but they're, I, to me, uh, at this point in the season, they've been about equal as far as, like, just getting a bucket, like, any time, like, they needed them to. Like, the the offense last night was pretty terrible, but they pushed mm. through because they could literally just clear out for DeMar and let him do what he wanted, and he got that classic, efficient mid-range jumper every single yeah. time that he wanted. <laughs> and um, it was just, um, I mean, LaMarcus didn't have as good as a game because he tore them up the last time they played him like on Monday and this game they like double teamed him the whole night and uh, a lot of their mistakes were just like simple dumb mistakes like just like uh, just like bad like entry passes or just like not closing out enough on three-point shooters but um, they're the type of team that it's really nice to see that they're the type of team that makes mistakes but doesn't get hung up about it and will just push through and forget about it and just continue to play. Because the Spurs had no business at all winning that game last night. They played a fucking terrible game. But they were able to just... Well coached. They were just, yeah, they were well coached and were just able to shake off those shitty possessions and just move on to the next one. And, um, and like ultimately that mentality uh, helped them get the win. And it also helped that JaVale McGee and Rondo were terrible. So. <laughs> Wait, John, so you mean to t- tell me that the Lakers did not allow JaVale McGee to guard LaMarcus Aldridge one-on-one for the entirety of the game. <laughs> no, it was it was so th- – this is one of the things, too, that, uh, like, um, call back to whenever I said that I would go under on the Lakers is that there's definitely going to be a couple games where, like, JaVale McGee or Lance or Rondo will just cost them the game. Last night was a game JaVale McGee and Rondo cost them the game because it was a close game, like, towards the end. And JaVale McGee had a wide-open layup and just stepped out of bounds. So, <laughs> so like, it didn't count. And then he had, like, a terrible backcourt violation when he tried to kick it out to Rondo, and the pass was, like, three feet away from him. And then um, and then Rondo had a wide-open... Granted, they were down three, so, like, I can see the logic that he was trying to apply, but it was still dumb that it was, like, 20 seconds left. Rondo had a wide-open layup. But he just ran out to the three-point line and like, tried to pass it off to LeBron to make right. a contested yeah. jumper in, in the face of whoever was guarding him. I think Rudy Gay. Yikes. Who has also had a really good year. Rudy Gay. Man, Spurs are just kings of the mid-range. It's amazing. I love mid-range. it. Mid-range. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, where was it? It's, it's really unsettling that the Spurs currently are last in defensive rating. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they are. Uh, let me see here. What and they're not. But well, you guys have had, you guys had those two crazy games to the Lakers. Both were like in the one twenties, right? So that that's probably that's one reason. Yeah, right now they're three and two, but have a minus five point five net rating, which wow. is really fucking weird. <laughs> I don't know how to explain that, but they're really really entertaining, and I think like people, I think like the fan base of San Antonio is just happy that they're not terrible because I think that's what everybody expected after the Kawhi trade. And, like, now it's just kind of like, fuck it. It's just like, now now, now it's just like, 
rooting for them because like nothing else matters. Like they're not they're like they're not gonna win a championship, so like we're just gonna ride it out and like enjoy it while they're still good. It was a really, really good game. Yeah. I was really surprised that people were so down on the Spurs roster, including the likes of Bill Simmons, who basically acted like DeMar DeRozan would be scarred from the trade and like go become a shell of his former self. It was very strange. You know who's a the, shell of his former self is Pau Gasol. Pau Gasol is really He's bad. old. He we got a washed alert. <laughs> he is really old. He's probably going to get cut after this year because the next year is partially guaranteed. But man, he looks old. That's like the He's one. Old, man. Yeah, that's the one area. It's like, yeah, I can get, I can, and and plus, like, all their guards are injured, so that doesn't help either. But yeah. Well, are you surprised that the Spurs are decent to good? I don't think that the Spurs are good. I think that is I'm that not decent. I'm to not good? surprised that they're decent. No, but I think that the <laughs> the net rating thing is troubling. Oh sure. <laughs> Even if it's just like such a small sample size, that it probably doesn't really matter. Uh, I mean, I think the Spurs will be around 500, and they'll probably make the playoffs because of the Spurs. But... Around 500? They're going to have to be better than that to make the playoffs. You know, I don't think so looking at the standings right now. <laughs> okay, uh, uh, early. It's early. I know it's early. After five games. After five <laughs> games, looking at the standings, I think the 500 is going to do it. Um, yeah, you know who's not good? The Cleveland Cavaliers. <laughs> no, they're not. And LeBron I got I another coach fired. <laughs> I took the Bayless over, now. I think, on them, too. I'm fairly certain, so I feel real stupid. You know what's been over? Kevin loves shot attempts 15. <laughs> he's, shot, he's had, like, several games where he shot, like, 35% and took, like, 18 shots. Yeah, well, I he mean, needs to keep chucking, man. They got nobody I mean, else. I understand. <laughs> I understand where he's coming from, but <laughs> Tyron Lue got fired today. They were 0-6. Um, they're going to tank. They've done it, what is it, three times? Four times? Hashtag winless for Williamson. Like I said on Twitter, winless I don't know if that Williamson. has been. They're, they're going to reach Zion. That's right, finally. baby. <laughs> I'm telling you. I I think the you know maybe that's maybe Daryl Morey's playing chess and everybody's thinking checkers. He's just tanking for Williamson. He's like, hey, guys, we're going to miss a lot of layups. This guy's going to come in. Clint, you don't like rebounding? Well, guess what? Zion Williamson, he does. Let's go. Let's just tank. Uh, do we have much to say about the Cavs other than Ty Lue is the most I have not watched them play ever a game. win an NBA championship? Um, I have not watched them play one game. Like, I don't think it, they, and, them winning that championship had anything to do with Tyron Lue. Um, I think he did some things during that season that helped them. I don't know if he was like a great coach, per se, in the, in the series. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he sped up their tempo and stuff like that. I think he helped them with that because uh, Blatt was playing, had them playing very slow, and then he immediately changed that. There was that thing. And, and I think he did connect with LeBron better, and that helped. So. Yeah, I think he, he gave them a boost by simply not being David Blatt. Right, exactly. Yeah, and, and that's so, fine. And, and that, that, yeah, at that, that time, sometimes, you know? Right, and at that point, they needed that. So. Yeah. Um, do you guys think they'll hire a full-time coach or just do an interim for the entire season? Well, I don't know if you've been following this, but uh, they wanted to make – what's his name? Larry Drew, the interim coach, but he doesn't want to do it without assurances that he'll be a coach past this season. <laughs> so I very... promoted him. Did they, did they promote him? Is that official? Well, I mean, I read that he would do it in the short term, but if, he, if, he, if they wanted him to do it for the rest of the season, that he would want assurances that he could coach next year, I think, too. I mean, if you're going to tank, why the fuck not? Throw Larry Drew out there. <laughs> you want to lose games? Make that guy the coach. Yeah. 
I don't know. It, it doesn't matter, right? Like, they should, at this point, you're 0-6. You already got to jump on the tanking. Just just let it go. Just go for it. Go all in. Yeah, the odds are, are less than they would have been, say, last season because the draft lottery has changed. But you guys aren't going to win anything. Like you I said, Kevin Love's not even up? playing well. They probably should, right? Try to get some assets. Yeah, I, I definitely would. I, I would. I would trade him. Um, Philly would be a good option for him. You play him next to Embiid and Simmons. You I guess you could play him in Philly. You can do mm. stuff from the elbow. No, I just I I don't I don't know why not. I mean, he would spread yeah, the floor. I, mean, I don't know if he would want to be there, right? Yeah, no. I mean, I mean that he... would that would be an upgrade. I don't for... think they have the salary though, do they? That would be an upgrade over over Philly, but for Philly, but um, is that enough? Like I know, like if you trade for Kevin Love, you're committing to him for five years. It's like it's if you're Philly, are you ready to pin like the ne- the next like I mean you could trade him before the end of that deal is over, but like are you ready to pin like the next three years of your window on the addition of Kevin Love? I think that he helps you a ton with the Boston matchup specifically, but no overall, no I don't. How does he help you that. with the Boston matchup? Uh, because Philly had a lot of trouble with Boston because they couldn't score enough points. And so I think Kevin Love solves some of those problems. He opens it up a lot He's, for Ben Simmons. Yeah, but when they go Tatum, Brown, Hayward, Irving, Horford, where does Love play? Like, who does he guard? Horford, I guess, and gets beat. Well, like who does Joel guard then? But <laughs> I mean, well, then I, who does Embiid guard? I don't. I mean, I don't have the answer. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Well, according to you. Um, and according to my eyes, Jalen Brown and uh, Gordon Hayward have both been terrible so far this season. They so have might been. not even be, but th- those two guys might not even be on the court that much. No, I I know. I, I mean, I don't I don't think that that'll be the case. I think they're going to get better. But you know, fantasy basketball is a is a cruel it's a cruel game. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Let's just say Jalen Brown already got dropped in our league. <laughs> yeah, I, he was averaging like six point or like sixteen points for fantasy points per game, which Oof. is not good. That is the opposite of good. It's very bad. Um. So okay, Kevin Love will he get traded? Maybe, but you know who's not going to get traded? Who? Stephen Curry, who's on a <laughs> insane run right now. It's not going to last. He's, How many games can he do this? <laughs> How many games can Steph Curry hit five threes in? And as many as he wants to, because he's Steph Curry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah, know. They, does he? Um. Are the are the new rules helping him out a lot? You think? Oh my God! The Warriors—they could—they. That's a we didn't talk about that with the Rockets too. The new rules and how it really has. Yeah, they can't. They can't bump defense. on the switches. Is that what it is essentially? Yeah. I mean, I think it's that, and that their offense is not aided, whereas a lot of other NBA teams use more movement, and they have been. Oh, so okay, they're like okay. sort of behind in that sense too. But yeah. the Warriors have gotten more out of this rule change than any other team because of just the way they run their offense, like all the screenings and the backdoor cuts and all that stuff. Like you literally can't touch those guys now. And, you know, the Warriors have always been a big fan of moving screens that are not called by the NBA. Um, that's right. I said it. <laughs> and now they're, now you can't even touch these guys or bump Curry off spots. It's, it's incredible. I mean, I, don't, I can't think of a team that has gotten more out of it. Can you guys? Mm, no, not really. Um, I mean, I think with Steph Curry, it kind of – I mean, really, I think what it is is that 
I think Steph Curry kind of just misses, like, being in the limelight in the regular season. Like, he kind of took a backseat the past couple of years for Kevin Durant and for, like, the other, like, players. Uh, Are you saying that NBA. Steph Curry is an egomaniac? I think, I think, I, I think, I think he's literally just doing this because he wants, like, another MVP or wants to be in contention for another MVP. Well, I think so far this he's is, got it. <laughs> he's, he's in contention for sure. Yeah. He's in contention. I was going to say, how many games in a row does he have to have where he hits five threes where you're like whoa Steph Curry is the MVP like uh, if he gets I don't to like, think that that's like no but narratives are important with MVP I, I get you that ma- narratives are important but that's a silly narrative I think not if he hit what if he does like 33 if straight the Warriors games lost five yet? threes <laughs> yeah they lost to Denver yeah they lost oh, to Denver okay. I forgot um yeah I mean I think that's kind of I think that's kind of where people got, like, the whole sense of, like, I mean, maybe not the whole team, but, like, I mean, the whole conversation over the summer was that, like, the Warriors want to have, like, another great regular season. And I think what we're looking at now is that it's specifically Curry that wants to have a great regular season. Yeah, because this is the last hurrah, right? Yeah, and because KD's leaving. That's what it feels like. That's what all the stories have been about so far this year, all those KD to New York stories. I don't get that at all. <laughs> what do you I mean? I only get it through the guys that Kevin Durant does dumb shit. Like, five you don't, you don't, why, why don't you get that? I, Bill Simmons said the same thing. I don't, I mean, yeah, that's a bad owner, but I feel like if you, if you're Kevin Durant and you, you could play with, let's, it, obviously this is all on, on if Chris Apps is healthy, but Chris Apps is already really good. Like, and if you can make him the second banana with Durant as first and then, Kevin Knox might be this great Frankie player smokes. as well. And yeah, and has been good this season. I don't know. I, there's no amount of like alcohol in the world for me to talk myself into the New York Knicks being a good basketball situation for Kevin Durant's go-to. I would no, understand why he would any, want to leave the Warriors. He can make any basketball uh, team good, though, right? I feel like he's talented enough to propel any team to uh, – if the Knicks are a 30-win team, they'll win 55 games with Kevin Durant. And if you add Chris Stapps on top of that, there's – there is some potential there. Imagine a team rolling out Chris Apps at the five, KD at the four, and if Knox ends up being as good as everybody thinks he's going to be at the three with Hardaway and Nidikini or whatever. Like that's, that's a pretty good sense. start. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just saying that's a pretty good start, right? If, if I mean, that's, goal that, that's definitely to... an East playoff team. Maybe even a That is more team. than a playoff team. Come on, Will. <laughs> they they might ridiculous. lose in the first round. Or uh, in the second round to the Sixers, Celtics, or Raptors every right. year. You're that right. you don't think? Okay, so you think a team? You think a, a New York team with KD and Chris Apps would be worse than Philadelphia? I think that Chris Apps Porzingis has played less than sixty games in every year of his NBA career. So That's fair. I, I tend to not place a lot of stock in Chris well, Apps playing saying, in the playoffs. Obviously, it's contingent on his health. People, it's contingent on his health, of course. But I'm saying, like, that's a talented team, right? Yeah, it's a talented roster at the very least. I mean. It's talented, but it, like any team that Kevin Durant goes to is going to be talented. Like, is is that like is that is that the is that the standard for Kevin Durant? Because like, if I'm Kevin Durant, like, yeah, I want to be like the clear best player on the team, but I don't want it to be because most of my teammates are dog shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, but yeah, the I mean, Knicks yeah. aren't that bad. What? They're not that bad. They're gonna win. They're they'd be lucky to win like thirty games this year. Yeah, but Chris Apps is out. With Chris Apps, that team's not that bad. Yeah, but like 
you need you need more than that. Like it's it it would be KD and Kristaps. And, and Tim then, Hardaway Jr. <laughs> and then after after that, your next best player is either Tim Hardaway Jr. or Ennis Cantor. Oh God! Like <laughs> Cantor is good. He just can't play in the playoffs in certain matchups. Um, Kevin Knox is supposed to be good though. Yeah, but I mean, I mean he's a rookie. He, he is, he's but like right. yeah, NBA. but him and Nick, him and Nilakina are not on Durant's timeline. Yeah, Durant's almost thirty, or is he thirty? <clears throat> he's thirty, I think. Ugh. Yeah, like, I'm just saying it's not as like I. Bill Simmons and you guys are making it sound like it makes zero sense, and I'm, I'm saying it makes some sense. That's all I'm saying. I'm, I don't think it's I mean, like I think that it's optimal. something that he will definitely consider doing because there's yeah. not a lot of options. Yeah, I mean, he it, can go if, be his own man. There's there's a there's a difference between it making sense to a certain degree and that being the story that Durant is most likely going to the Knicks. Like, there's a huge gap in between those two, and I don't. I don't I don't get. I don't, yeah. I don't get why we're jumping to him like going to the Knicks. Like it's just, it just doesn't make sense to me. Like or like it's a bad organization. Like, when, that's true. When when was the last time a terrible organization like made it to the finals? Hmm. A terrible organization. I mean, Cleveland is pretty poorly run, by all accounts. Yeah, but they made it in two thousand four. No, I said Cleveland. Yeah. Oh, right. No, I mean even it hadn't the last been that iteration long since they had made the finals is what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I mean, even the last iteration of Cleveland was poorly run. Yeah, right? sure, but so we're talking about a team that's like, but like the, ass. Like <laughs> Cleveland. I mean, yeah, Cleveland's organization sucks, but they suck in the sense of like Dan Gilbert, like just like doesn't want to pay the repeater tax, even if it means having a championship team, like. There's like I, I think there's even a certain degree between New York and Cleveland. Like there's yeah. Cleveland bad of like not wanting to pay the tax so often, and then there's New York bad of giving all your money to Joe Kim Noah, Derrick Rose, in the previous years Amari Stoudemire, Jerome James. Yeah, I mean the, the <laughs> Jerome James bad, almost exclusively like ninety eight percent of the time in the last twenty years since they made the finals, they've been horrible. I, I, I agree with you guys. I, I agree that it's not. That there's no indication that it's a done deal that he's definitely going to New York. I, I'm just saying it's it's not as far fetched to me as I don't it think is it's far fetched. I don't think it's far fetched at all. I just don't think it's a good idea or a good move or it suddenly makes New York good. I think that it makes New York much more interesting, but I don't think it it's makes a gamble. Good. It's a big gamble on KD's part. Yeah, but I don't think it makes him better he's playing than with the house Celtics. Money. I don't think it makes him better than the Sixers, and I don't think it makes him better than the Raptors. And I think that that's all that matters. Well, who knows where Kawhi is going to be? But yeah, if yeah, he sure, stays. sure. If you're, if why not go hang out with LeBron? If you're KD, because that's that would like go against the same. That would go against. Like, it would, he would go down as a legend if he goes place uh, plays for the Lakers for a year, wins a championship, goes place for the Rockets for a year, wins a champ. Please, please, <laughs> please do it, please. Yeah, I don't you care. If you want to be a championship? A yeah, if you if he wants to be a championship mercenary, that's fine with me. That'd be hilarious, actually. If KD there would be like that, no analogous like, scenario in NBA history for a player who is that good just switching teams just because he wants to win championships <laughs> on different teams. Yeah, yeah. that would be the hilarious. ultimate fuck you to all the people that said he was a coward and all. Oh, that you're stuff a front runner. Players. No, I decide who the front is, bitch. <laughs> yeah, I decide who the front runner is. Yeah, uh, um, that'd be fun. No, I just think because him and LeBron have like a very close relationship, and it would be a cool way to for both of them to end their careers. I don't think he's gonna do that. I just think it would be kind of interesting. So what? 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 
where do y'all, I mean, we're going to get into this, like, as the year goes on, but, like, just where do you guys think Durant's going to be next year? The Clippers. That's a... That's a that's a good. I think that's. I think that's good. I think that's more likely to happen than New York. Just uh, all right. If I, I had to bet money, I would Clippers, bet that he's but... on the Knicks when the season starts yeah, next year. I would probably lean toward New York. I wouldn't be that surprised if he stayed in Golden State. To be honest, though, like when it's all said and done, like he's saying this, saying this, saying this, but then it's like, well, we just won another title. This is an all-time great dynasty, et cetera, et cetera. It's gonna be hard to walk away from that. Yeah, yeah. but they're not gonna win the title. The Raptors are going to win the title. <laughs> All right, well. Uh, is that a segue to talk about Toronto being the best team in the league right now? No, I don't think we need yeah. to talk about that. Okay. <laughs> They're the best team in the league still. Hasn't changed. It hasn't changed. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Are they top in our power rankings right now? In our power? Yeah. We, we, They're tied we with sh- the Bucks, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, the Bucks thing is working right now. Apparently, John Hinton is shooting threes. He is. <laughs> According to the Google Doc. He, he That's is. a scary thought. I didn't realize John Henson could shoot free throws and now he's making threes. He's the new Pero Antich. <laughs> <laughs> he's a yeah. lot less scary looking. John Henson yeah. looks like a middle school teacher. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't look like the movie villain in Taken. To, how offended would you all be if I said that Toronto is the greatest threat to Golden State? I already think that that's true. I, I, I thought I said that last week. Well. <laughs> Yeah, they match up super well with both them and Boston. I think I, I I'm is, not joking. I legitimately think that they're they're going to win the championship. I don't know if they'll win the title just because Golden State has way more firepower at the end of the day. If Kyle Lowry plays like if, Kyle Lowry, I think that they have a chance. A, a chance, a chance. If Kyle Lowry plays like Kyle Lowry play... now or Kyle Lowry in the playoffs. No, no. no. <laughs> if Kyle Lowry plays like regular season Kyle Lowry in the playoffs, I think the Raptors have a good chance of winning the championship. To be fair, Lowry like wasn't playoffs Lowry, then no, they obviously don't have a chance. To, to be fair, Lowry isn't the guy that usually shrunk in those moments. To be fair, Kyle Lowry is sixty percent of the player he normally is in the playoffs historically for his career. He's terrible in the playoffs. Maybe la- last year not... he wasn't the the worst Raptor in the playoffs, if that's what you're saying. Yeah. But he's yeah, bad almost always in the playoffs. I don't know. I do think that Kawhi being there, and we've seen Kawhi go nuts in the playoffs, I think that'll help the entire team in their, more, in their mental whenever they're in there. But, yeah, I don't think they would beat Golden State in a seven-game series, especially because we don't even know what they're going to look like because, hello, they still have Boogie Cousins on the bench. <laughs> Like in street clothes. Yeah. Um, I think and he's going to be there, Carmelo. I tell you what, I tell you. He already <laughs> okay, got suspended. We'll he got suspended sitting on the bench. He, he got, got ejected, not suspended. Oh, okay. Ejected. <laughs> yeah. ejected. Relax. Relax. I'll, I'll cool um, off. I'll cool off. <laughs> I, just think, I just want it to be true so bad. <laughs> like, they're, the Toronto's best lineups are with Ibaka and Siakam at center. And if you have Boogie, and if Boogie is Boogie, then I just don't see how they guard him. But, uh, yeah, I think they would probably take a game or two in that series they'd probably take it to six right which is better yeah, than cleveland so. last season when they got swept or whatever yeah i mean toronto um the better question is is the toronto team better than last year's houston team yeah i don't know that's um that's what i was getting at with my question does is toronto this year better than the rockets last year no no i mean the rockets should have beaten the warriors last year they were a hamstring away, John. A hamstring away. 
<laughs> I mean, they weren't even that. They were Trevor Ariza making three more threes out of 14 away. Chris Paul team choking away in game seven. Oh, they didn't choke. Fuck off. I'm really tired they of tired, this. Bro. Didn't also, they miss yeah. like 30 threes in a row or yeah, something? They <laughs> you know what I'm really three. tired of? Yeah, but uh, if they, was... they were a historically yeah. bad shooting game away from my... They still almost won that game. Yeah, yeah, they only they lost by if 10 If they or just something. had that's... an averaged poor shooting night, they would have won that game in the series. Yeah, I mean that that's that's um I mean that's what I'm getting at. Like so you don't think that Toronto of this year has any better of a chance than Houston did last year? I think that they well, have I think a Golden State's chance. better. The what? Uh, we, I said I think Golden State's better, so it's hard to say. Yeah, that's true. They did add Jarevko, so uh, yeah, man, I, who, that's not a legend. joke. He already won them one game. <laughs> yeah, I, the Jarevko thing is not a joke. He's better than Nick Young. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, like, I don't know if he's better at basketball than Nick Young. I'd rather have him on my team and on the court than Nick Young, for sure. He makes yeah. less boneheaded decisions than Nick Young yeah. on a per-minute basis. And they got rid of JaVale McGee. Yeah. I yeah. mean, even if Cousins is only better. okay, he's still better than fucking JaVale McGee. Yeah. If Boogie is eighty percent of what Peak is capable of, then they've gotten a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. Because then you you can roll them off even if they just roll them off the bench, like and you play them twenty five minutes per game. That's an unguardable center for twenty five minutes per game. So Are you saying that Clint Capella can't guard DeMarcus Cousins? I'm saying that historically he has had trouble with it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and with Toronto, I mean I mean I think Trent pretty much summed it up with the firepower thing. Like, Tor- Toronto definitely has... I would say Toronto has the highest floor of anybody in the playoffs. Like, they're the most, like, safe team right now. But the question is, are, are, they, are, they, strong, are they strong enough? Like, they, they probably, like, are least likely to fail. But, like, what, what, does, that, what does that really mean? Like, yeah. is, like, them competing at their best? Like, like how do I put this? Is is there another level to Toronto, or or are they what they are now? I was going to no, say, are level. they when when the Celtics turn it up in the Eastern Conference Finals against them and get all gritty and like Brad Stevens starts playing at like every second of the game and Marcus Smart is inside of Kawhi's jersey and everyone else's jerseys, is are they going to be able to do anything else? Or are they still going to be like Toronto that won sixty five games without trying? I don't know. That's the Raptors' question always, right? They just added Kawhi to it. Does he change that? Well, oh, they also added Danny Green. I, everyone keeps yeah. forgetting about Danny Green, but Danny's a Green. He's he's a classic, doesn't give a fuck kind of guy. Yeah, I mean, he's def. This is definitely the best version of the Raptors. I, I in my opinion, there's a, this is already the best version of the Raptors that has ever existed. But yeah, I mean, it's a different question to ask if, if this is enough to beat the Warriors. I mean, it's it's pretty nuts to. I mean, again, the Warriors like. They've won three out of four titles. They have, like, the most lopsided, top-heavy, talented roster probably in history. They have the best roster in NBA history, yeah. Yeah, and so... I think it's safe to say that. It's 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 stupid. It's, yeah, it's a lot to... It's not like any other year to say if Toronto has enough to win. It's like this, the, like this iteration of the Warriors makes it a completely different question. So who do you think can win the title? Yeah, I mean that that's what sucks about the Warriors is I saw somebody say that about last year's Rockets team the other day and like and like any other era in NBA history besides the Warriors era, that Rockets team wins the championship, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah, but without the Warriors pushing the league, that roster probably doesn't exist. I don't like to take it a second step back. <laughs> let's just let's saying. just erase the Warriors. I'm I don't know. I, I think that the same could probably be said for the Raptors. But sure. if if they if they can find that level in the playoffs that we're talking about, if not, they're going to struggle right. in the first round. I don't think they'll struggle until they play Boston. I just think that that series is going to be pretty even. You don't think they'll struggle against John's Bucks? Mm, probably not. The Buckenholzers? Their new maybe, maybe they'll. Maybe it's a six-game series, but I think Raptors are a better team. I don't know. Do you think Kawhi you can stop Giannis a little bit? I think he can play him to a stalemate. I'm right? joking. Yeah, the Raptors are obviously better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Just getting concerned here for a second. Just like, oh, you think that Kyle Lowry's better than Eric Bledsoe? How dare you? I think the Bucks are better than people think. I think, I know, I think Chris Middleton's been really, really good so far, right? I know that. I know that. Uh, Will thinks that Giannis is just a glorified John Sammons, but. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> it's a weird comparison. <laughs> I no, I think Giannis is just Black Chandler Parsons. It's all he is. <laughs> wow! It gets better. Do you guys have any games you're really looking forward to this week? I don't know who's playing other than the Rockets and Blazers. Their tickets, John, in the lower bowl for that game, that are twenty dollars. Rockets Blazers on Tuesday. <laughs> no Harden though. That's why. Yeah, it doesn't matter that Trent, those seats are two hundred dollars almost every night. <laughs> Twenty. Two zero dollars. That's crazy. You can sit courtside at that game for four hundred dollars. That's crazy. Courtside for the team that was a quarter away from winning the NBA championship. I, sorry, Cavs. You would have lost. So just a couple of games I'm looking at the schedule. Uh the Celtics and the Bucks play this week. As yeah. do the Pelicans and Warriors. Is Davis gonna play? He's injured again. As usual. Well, I mean, I don't know. But I think it was like, it's it's cautionary, right? It's sprained shoulder or something? Sprained elbow, which is more concerning oh, okay. to me than the shoulder. And then they are also playing the Nuggets, the Pelicans. Yeah. Those games would be will be good if he plays, but if I were them, I wouldn't play him. But they lost by 20 last night without him. Yeah. Yeah, they did. <sighs> Miritich still went off, though. Hell yeah, he did. <laughs> he really, he really did. Yeah, hot, he hasn't. Yeah, he hasn't cooled off that much. He's still shooting yeah. ridiculously. Uh, Monday night, Raptors and Bucks. Finally, one of those teams are going to lose. I bet the Raptors lose uh, that game. Where is it? Is it in Toronto? Uh, let me see. I can't remember. Uh, yeah, Miritich had twenty-five points in that game. Well. Dude, he's going to make the all-star team. <laughs> <laughs> what are his season averages? 17. Okay. It's in Milwaukee. Oh. I don't know if that helps the Bucks or hurts the Bucks. Why would it hurt them? They have a good home crowd. <laughs> Do you think? They're not the Rockets, where everything is $20. Yeah. Hey, man, you can get a ticket to that Rockets game for $3 in the 400 section of Rockets. <laughs> <laughs> or Tuesday. Tillman Fertitta. Is like screaming at Daryl Morey, Daryl Morey. You want me to pay the repeater tax for Jimmy Butler when you can't even sell my fucking tickets? Dude, to the you can get a different job. Four tickets for the price of a hamburger at the Toyota Center right now. <laughs> and not even a good hamburger, no, like a yeah. McDonald's hamburger. Fucking shit is wild. And then next Sunday, next Sunday, Raptors, Lakers. 
Is this? Ooh. Yeah. Is this uh, with potential future Laker Kawhi? How many signs are? Is it in LA? I, th- I think it's in. Let me double check, but I think it is in LA. There gonna be so many signs that are like, "Come to LA, Kawhi. Come home, Kawhi. Wear gold, Kawhi," etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. He would look weird in a gold jersey. Mm, I mean, I guess. Yeah, it's, every... it's, it's in LA. It's gonna be a hot take. I don't think you can get a, a ticket to that game for three dollars. <laughs> well, are you mad that Utah's finally looking really good? No, I don't think it'll last. Wow. <laughs> Eat my ass. I don't care. <laughs> When Utah beats the Rockets in the playoffs, I'm gonna cry. Oh, speaking of things Will hates, let's talk. Let's see how Luca's doing. I don't hate Luca Doncic. Yeah, you, you constantly call him the next Nemanja Bjelica. <laughs> I just Luka. remind you guys that Nemanja Bjelica also won that award that people tout. Are you guys talking about Luca Bird? <laughs> I can't wait for him to get injured. It's Whoa, that's from bad. Someone who that is rude. <laughs> Soft, foreign piece of shit. No, I'm just kidding. I'm a Mavs fan. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I've watched. I've watched a lot of Maverick highlights, and I kind of like the way they play. Oh, it hurts me go, to say get it. Get out! Get out, Trent. You're not. In this it hurts room me physically. to say it. Yeah, I mean, it hurts play. me to say it. Yeah, I mean, I think so too. There's pieces of shit that play in Dallas. That's all. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> uh, real He's, quick, did you guys see? Absolutely. Are you guys in on Trey Young yet? No, <laughs> he's looked good. Yeah, dude. When you have the license to shoot anything from anywhere, you always no. But look it's good. not. It's not his shooting so much as it, as it is his playmaking and his uh, vision. It, it'll be cool if he's a good player. I don't think that the, the Hawks are like the Suns from all these previous years. You can't judge anything that happens there as being real. <laughs> That's did fair. You, did you see him get into Wesley Matthews's face in that in that Hawks Mavs game? Yeah, he doesn't give no fucks. He's Atlanta tough. That was super funny. That was been listening Wesley to Matthews a lot of is Killer like the Mike. smallest guy in the league. <laughs> Wesley Matthews what? is like 6'8". Is he really? He's, like, he's, a, he's a big wing. Yeah. He's like, I don't really? know if he's 6'8". No, he's not I don't not think he's 6'8". Eight. Eight. No he's he's like 6'5 or something, he looks, I'm sure. He looks small. He's a two guard. He's 6'5". You're small. Okay. Why, yeah, why you're would small. you think he's the smallest person in the league? I, I didn't mean oh. literally that he was the smallest guy in the league. And he's like kind of bulky. Real quick, uh, before we get out of here, did you guys see Shea Serrano do the spit test with the mouthpiece in and prove that you can, in fact, spit with a mouthpiece in? Oh, did he? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I, didn't I, see that. I saw a picture of it. I didn't watch it. He did it on NBA yet. desktop. It sprayed. It was gross. That's funny. It was gross. Yeah. I saw that uh, Jason Concepcion was wearing a poncho <laughs> during <laughs> the scene. And uh, last, lastly, do we have a stupid motherfucker of the week? We have not had one yet. Oh, I thought uh, that we were just we continuing that for this podcast. Are we? Uh, I mean, we could probably think of one. Jeff Bedzelik for retiring. No, that's rude. That's <laughs> for nah, enjoying you know a what? quiet, peaceful life. The Rockets were like not I, offering like, him a race. <laughs> like I told Will, he saw those rule changes. It was like, never mind. Nah, he's I retire. Like, you know what? I retire. Defense I don't want to have to fix this shit. He was like, I'm not going to try to fix this. Uh, stupid motherfucker of the week. It's probably going to be Dan Gilbert for firing Tyron Lue and having to pay him. Just let the team be bad. You're going to tank anyway. Why would you fire him? Now you just owe him that money, and you're still going to be horrible. <laughs> like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, if you want to be bad, and you know you're going to be bad, and you start 0-6, why would you fire the coach and then have to pay him the money anyway? Can you guys ha- – do you have an answer for that question? Because if not, Dan Gilbert's a stupid motherfucker of the week. You know, I mean – Yeah, I- no, I agree with everything you said. <laughs> yeah, I mean – 
I mean, it. I mean, it's it's just because the Cavs are bad, and like that was. I mean, but they don't have that good of a roster. So I mean, it no, just, they have one of the worst rosters in the league. Yeah. So I don't really, I don't really know what else to say. I mean, it's the Cavs. Who gives a fuck? Hey man, Tyron <laughs> Lue, you keep getting them checks, buddy, for like two or three more years. Let me see. I'm trying to think of stupid motherfuckers. Uh, <laughs> let me see. I'm just like looking down all the teams in the league and thinking, do they have any stupid motherfuckers on their team? Um, man, I don't know. People were pretty okay over this past week. Not really doing anything that stupid that a motherfucker would do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, shit, well, I don't know. Does Will could Will count because he dropped? Um, what's that Nets guard, Will? Spencer Dinwiddie? Why did he do something No, good? the other... No, the other one. D'Angelo Russell? Have. Yeah, he had 28 points tonight. Oh, so. I mean, I don't care. He sucks. <laughs> I'm just can kidding. I talk yeah. about my He's team? Even, like, no. You <laughs> <laughs> can't. Fuck off. Yeah, I can name you I guess... guys the stupid motherfuckers, and I can just, like, name my roster for all the people you let me have. <laughs> I mean, we let Trent have Russell Westbrook and James Harden somehow, so... Harden's hurt. That's okay. The curse lives, because immediately James Harden <laughs> got hurt right away. Trent's going with Westbrook and Harden. It probably will happen at this point. I, I'm I'm convinced it will. No, uh, my super motherfuckers, uh, fuckers. That's right. Of the week is everybody that says that Trevor Ariza is the reason the Rockets suck. Have uh, you seen his numbers? They're horrible. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I saw they're the last horrible. Night he had six points and three rebounds. He's shooting thirty four percent from the field. Fifteen million dollars a season for thirty four percent shooting. Woo! He's shooting thirty one percent from three. Him and Eric Gordon. Must yeah, have, man. Uh, like they got must have worked out together hard in Game Seven. <laughs> They must have worked out together this Somebody year. Somebody sapped all their because powers. they both suck. All right, well we should wrap this Dude, up. I gotta on, go no, home. I gotta. Go I gotta. <laughs> John's got one. For I got. Yeah, I got a stupid motherfucker. Right I'm just hot try, off the plate. I'm just trying to look up the story that goes with it. Just serve it up, John. Serve but, it up. Okay, I mean, just off the top of my head, stupid motherfucker to anybody who thought that Washington would be good. Because oh, <laughs> oh, oh, man. what's their record? He's like it was. Trent was the only one of us that thought that, right? <laughs> Did you think that, Trent? Were you a believer in Austin them, Rivers, who's uh, already beefing with John Wall? <laughs> I picked them in the over. It's not even, you know, the crazy thing is not even Austin Rivers' fault. I think just John Wall is an <laughs> asshole. He's kind of like Jimmy Butler. He's another Jimmy Butler. Yeah. He's kind of like Jimmy Butler. He's just, and injured more he's just often. like really, he's just a dick. Like how, like it just seems very odd. Like yeah, last season, the whole, they, th- they thrived without him and he like got, he took it personally. He took their success as a team, like. As if they were saying, oh, you guys are playing well without me, so th- I guess you guys don't think you need me, huh? John Wall is that just – he's literally just – He's just <laughs> worse Russell Westbrook is all he is. He's just a worse off-brand version of Russell Westbrook. Takes the same bad shots. He loafs the off-brand same amount. Version and then he does something super fast and high-flying. He's the Walmart like, Oh, my gosh, John Wall is so Westbrook. athletic. <laughs> I mean, at least he doesn't take nothing but threes in a clutch game. At least he (laughs) (laughs) Somebody told Russell Westbrook when he was, like, 15 that he couldn't shoot threes, and so he's just been punishing that person for the last 15 years. He's been proving that person right? He's been proving that (laughs) person right? Yeah, 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 but in his own head, he's punishing them. (laughs) Like, that was terrible. Like, they could could have easily beaten Boston. Like, they... The possession report for that is hilarious for the last four minutes. Yeah, they just fell apart, and it was pretty bad. And, uh, yeah, I mean, at this point, um, I mean, we're probably gonna do a full-on OKC, um, 
flaming at some point well, in the season. In they the won season, tonight, but so who they beat? Uh, they, they're beating the Suns. Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> I don't think that that counts as like that's the salve that everyone needs in the league right now is the Suns. I know. I wish the Rockets could play the Suns. Jesus, we need it bad. <laughs> nah, man, we would fucking lose. <laughs> they have a really. They've had a really tough schedule. It's fine. For what it's worth. All right, any like, but yeah, thirty second closing thoughts. I really have to pee, and I also have to go finish my homework. <laughs> um, I think the Rockets will end up being fine, but I am a little concerned about the mellow off on numbers. Is Jimmy Butler traded in the next week? Yes. No. Wow. wow. To where? Miami. To the Rockets. Wow. For who? You think Eric Gordon's Eric gone? Eric Gordon. Four first, two to four first round draft picks. God, I hope takes. they take that deal. The I hope they take the night deal. That'd be yeah. hilarious. I've watched man. a lot of hours of Tillman Fertitta's reality show, Billion Dollar <laughs> Buyer, because my roommate watches it, and he is a moron. And so he's going to make Maury do that deal. So, Well, if Maury can make – if he can do the night Chris four, pack, four picks, that's a good deal. That, so Maury... gonna, Trent, that deal is not going to happen. You don't know, man. All right. I'm, John, I'm, you don't know. anything? You got a, a closing salvo? Um, not really. I just, I don't, I don't really, I don't, I don't know what to say because there's always shit going on in the league. Like, there's no, like, this has been, like, one of the best starts to the NBA season. Like, there's no, like, there, there's no. Speak for yourself, John. <laughs> there's, there's, there's no, there's no single storyline. There's, like. Every day, there's like at least five teams in the news, and I love that. So I don't know. I'm just hoping that we that the, the league continues this trend by this time next week. Or no, you're gonna be Trent. What are you in Dallas for? Uh, it's Jimmy's thirtieth uh, birthday. James thirtieth. You should come to Dallas if you're free that weekend. Oh shit! That's oh shit. You said Jimmy. I was like, who the fuck is Jimmy? <laughs> James. James Grace. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh shit! I didn't. I had no idea. What are y'all gonna do? We're having a house party. <laughs> this is still being recorded. <laughs> Let's go. What's the address? I'm not gonna say the address. What's the address of the house he lives at? <laughs> oh yeah. By the way, if we actually have listeners, you guys should send questions like they did last year. That was great on your on y'all's original version of the pod. Oh yeah. I mean, I'll uh, I'll solicit some questions this week. Yeah. Yeah. I'll uh, I'll do that tomorrow. Get some off if the podcast is edited. Okay, I'll I'll just make up fake questions. Yeah, we'll and... also just do that by our friends. Yeah, <laughs> see if they listen. I'll honestly, fr- we should do that. That'd be really funny. My question will be: Will would you would you would you be one on this? Oh no! Jesus Christ, John! You're really losing it here at the end. I hope that right, there's a person the here who listens to all of this. Oh. All right, guys, that was join the bait the podcast. If you, if you <laughs> would you be happy if the Rockets trade for Jimmy Butler? But I mean, this is extremely hypothetical. But would you take Jimmy Butler on the Rockets if that means? Luka Doncic wins Rookie of the Year and Giannis wins MVP. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would do that. I don't think I think you're lying. <laughs> this has been trolling the paint. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna read another Myers Leonard profile. Okay. Uh-huh. Bye, guys. Okay, see y'all later. <laughs> this is trolling the paint. If you have listened this far, 
seek some help. <laughs> please. Please. Sorry about your very, very long commute. <laughs> I will recommend some good audiobooks. All right, cool. Let me stop mine.